Hi there. Something happened a few days ago that upset me. I wanted to share it with you because most likely sooner or later it will happen to you too, so my story might help you at some point. One of the reasons why this podcast exists is because you can learn something from my experiences and I can learn from yours. So this is what happened. Here in the UK, there are only 19 hospitals best equipped to diagnose and treat children with cancer. And that means that most children travel tens of miles to get treatment. For example, here in my region, the average is a 90-mile return trip. That's nearly 150 kilometers. Families have to spend hundreds of pounds each month to get their children to life-saving treatment. Fuel, parking, taxis, train fares, it all adds up, and increasingly so. Also, for children with compromised immunity, public transport can be dangerous. And sadly, some parents don't have a choice but to get to hospital this way. This is why I've been working to create the dedicated transport service I mentioned to you on episode 1. To kickstart it, we need to raise £70,000. That's roughly $80,000. So I've been sending funding applications to organizations that help projects like ours. And one of the biggest funders of community projects in the UK is the National Lottery. If you don't know how it works, here's a quick explanation. Every time someone plays the lotto or other similar game, 1% goes to community projects. That doesn't seem much, but to date, national lottery players have helped to raise over 46 billion pounds. So last month I spent one week preparing an application for the national lottery, asking them to fund our project. As part of the application, I produced a video explaining the project. I wrote the script, I put on my best clothes, I prepared the filming, I filmed myself explaining the project, and then I edited the video. And because there are so many charities asking for funding, the National Lottery asks everyone to send very brief applications. If they like your project, then they will invite you for a second round when you have to submit more details. So I waited. And a few days ago, I received an email with an update. The title of the email was we cannot take your application for the people's projects any further. My application had been unsuccessful. And because organizations like the National Lottery get so many requests, they don't give you any feedback. So you don't know what you could have done better or the reason why they aren't supporting your project. I was distraught. Rejection is always hard, and believe me, after eight years of non-profit work, I'm well used to it, but this one hit me hard. When you send funding applications for a project that is so much needed, when families are dealing with huge costs and high inflation, it is tough to understand why organizations don't want to fund it. I spent years researching the transport problem affecting families of children with cancer, and so many of them desperately need help. So getting a no, it is hard, really hard. It makes you doubt your work and even your skills. In the last episode, I told you about the importance of having someone who will help you go through difficult days. And in my case, that person is my wife, Jane. And once again, she was there for me. 
I'm recording this bonus episode a few weeks before the release of episode 3. It will be about finding the right business and project partners. I don't want to preempt that episode too much, so all I will say today is that just because one organization says no to you, it doesn't mean your project is less needed or less urgent. It only means that the organization that got your requests isn't as focused on solving the problem as you are. They are focused on other issues, and the rejections you get are reminders that you must keep going. You owe that to the people you want to help. The day after I got the rejection from the National Lottery, I received a small grant from the chain Marks & Spencers. Their grant is for 2% of the money we need. I still have to find £68,000. But that reminds me that there are people and organizations out there who care about the same issues as you. We just need to find them. And that requires you don't give up when things don't go as you dreamed. A few years ago, I lived for 10 days inside a tiny plane to raise funds for a project. It was hard. It was freezing cold and I could barely move inside that small space. So after seven days, I started to think that I probably should stop, go home and hug my children. And then one evening, I got a message from a child I had flown a few months earlier. The message was short, but it had all I needed to convince me to stay. This is the message. Keep going, Fernando. To me, Kayla represented and still does the many children and families fighting cancer. These families have to find hundreds of pounds every month to pay for transport to hospital or to use public transport, which can be dangerous. They need a dedicated transport service and I need to make it happen. And your project? Someone needs it too. See you next time. If you like this bonus episode of This Is The Day podcast, please tell your friends. Help us build this community. And please get in touch. Let me know what you think. Share a story if you want. You can find out to contact me on my website, fernando.today. Also, this podcast is free, but if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, there is an option to subscribe to our premium version. You will get early access to new episodes and all you pay for it will go directly to help create a transport service for children with cancer. This episode was written, presented and produced by me, Fernando Miguel Pinho. The title music is from Charles Lawson.